Welcome to Rhema for Today. Healing in relation to words. Healing in relation to words. Somewhere now that's been going over and over on the inside of me all this day. Healing in relation to words. Now the text said here in Acts eleven fourteen, Who shall tell thee words whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved. Men are saved by hearing words and men are healed by hearing words. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. This week we went into the archives and found Kenneth E. Hagan's words. This will be a great week of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. All right, you have your Bibles with you. I want you to open them to the uh, 11th chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. I'm going to read several portions of Scripture, so you just be in a hurry and follow me. I'll not give you all the reference right now, and if you don't have time to follow me... I wish you'd write the verses down look them up later because I think they will bless you. I know they will. We'll look first to the 11th chapter of Acts. The 14th verse, Who shall tell thee words whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved? Who shall tell thee words, whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved? Then turn back to the fifth chapter of the Acts. Fifth chapter of the Acts. And I'm going to read the twentieth verse. Acts chapter 5, verse 20. Go stand and speak in the temple to the people all the words of this life. Now I want to read several other verses of Scripture, and you'll not have to turn and read. I don't think you can turn that fast. Write them down, though, and look them up later, if you will. Matthew, the 12th chapter, the 37th verse. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Proverbs, the 18th chapter, the 21st verse. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Proverbs twenty-one twenty-three: Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from troubles. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 18, There is that speaketh like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. But the tongue of the wise is health. In these services, we have sometimes, because it is healing school, a series of lessons, and we speak along certain lines and stay right close sometimes with certain formats. But then occasionally, as the Lord would lead us, we just, I don't know, <coughs> preach as well as teach. And sometimes all I get is just a little thought inside me, or a part of a scripture or something, and then let the Lord build on that. 
And sometimes when I speak like that, I really don't know what I'm going to do when I get there. But this afternoon, most of the day, I guess particularly, on the inside of me, something's been going over and over, and I looked up these few scriptures that sort of go along with it, and we'll sort of try to put it together as best we can and just see how it comes out. And that is healing in relation to words. Healing in relation to words. Somewhere or that's been going over and over on the inside of me all this day. Healing in relation to words. Now the text said here in Acts eleven fourteen, Who shall tell thee words whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved. Men are saved by hearing words and men are healed by hearing words. You know, of course, that this text refers to Peter and uh, Cornelius and his household. And you know that uh, Peter in this 11th chapter of Acts is rehearsing before the brethren up in Jerusalem for he got called on the carpet for preaching to the Gentiles. And so he's rehearsing how that uh, he had a vision there in Joppa and how that Cornelius, as he went down to Cornelius' house, that this man told them how that he had seen an angel stand in his house and say, send men to Joppa and inquire in the house of, the house of Simon the Tanner for one Simon Peter, who, when he is come, will tell thee words whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved. Now, men are saved by hearing and speaking words. You see, the reason that men are saved by hearing words is because the Bible said, without faith, it is impossible to please God. He that cometh unto God must believe that he is, and that he's a reward of them to diligently seek him. So if God demands faith, which of course he does, when it's impossible for us to have faith, then we'd have a right to challenge his justice, and he would be unjust. But you see, God's provided means whereby faith can be produced. Romans 10.8, said, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Turn there to the 10th chapter of the Romans, and you'll see right readily what I'm saying, that men are saved by hearing and speaking words. Notice here in Romans, the 10th chapter, and let's start in with the 8th verse and then just read on down through the 17th verse. But what saith it, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is the word of faith which we preach. Now notice that eighth verse, just what I said, and I, I really didn't realize till I read the verse. But uh, I said men are saved by hearing and speaking words. Here he talks about the word of faith which we preach. And then he talks about that word which we preach, you speaking it, being in your heart and in your mouth. For he went on to say that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus, that's speaking words, isn't it? 
and believe in thine heart that God is raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, with the mouth confessions made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? How shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah saith, Lord, who hath believed our report? So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. The Bible said, by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourself, it's a gift of God. But how does that faith come? It comes by hearing the word of God. But I said men are not only saved just by hearing the word of God, but by speaking the word of God. Men are saved by hearing and speaking words. Who shall tell thee words whereby thou and thy house shall be saved? Men are saved by hearing and speaking words. We can see that from Romans. Now, by the same token, men are healed by hearing and speaking words. Men are healed by hearing and speaking words. You see, faith for healing comes the same way. That faith for the new birth comes. That's by hearing the word of God. And then it is always with the heart that man believeth and with the mouth that confession is made unto. You see, you can have faith in something. In Jesus, both as Lord and Savior, but if you don't confess it, it won't save you. It won't come to fruition. There's no such thing as a secret believer. Are you listening to me? For with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Whoso will confess me before men, I'll confess him before my Father which is in heaven. Can you say amen? amen. Now, we, we know that when it comes to what we call salvation, the new birth. But you see, it's also true with, with whatever you receive from God. And healing's in the same plan of redemption as, as, as the new birth is. Men are healed by hearing and speaking words. I want to get that over to you. That's the way you get healed is by hearing and speaking words. Now many wait for the intervention of divine sovereignty or for God to initiate something on his own, which of course he does occasionally. But that's not God's ordinary way of doing things. Now, for instance, I'll show you what I mean when I say the intervention of divine sovereignty or a God just doing something on his own. Turn back over to John's Gospel, the fifth chapter, for just a moment. John's Gospel, the fifth chapter. We'll start with the very first verse. John's Gospel, the fifth chapter. The very first verse. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. And in these lay a great multitude of important folk, 
a blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. Now you see, God just did that on his own. If he wanted to, he could. He didn't have to ask me whether he could or not. And he didn't have to ask you. That's what we mean by the intervention of divine sovereignty or God initiates something on his own. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Honey, we have a great offer. Your two CDs on our rights in Christ. Yes. Your dad's book, Understanding How to Fight the Good the Fight, fight of, of faith. faith. Yes. yes. And you have to do that to right. get it out yeah. of the box. Yes. And then uh, my CD, Using Stumbling Blocks as Stepping Stones. You know, so many times uh, people, things come. And instead of using them as stepping stones, they stumble. They stumble. Yes. So, yes. That is for a gift of $24 or more. Yes. We'd be glad to get you this stuff. This is good. Wonderful Bef- material. Before you, you have to understand who you are in Christ. Yes. In order to get out of the box. That's right. So, hey, go right now to the computer and order these right now. Pull toll free. one 888 Faith 99. Again, call toll free 1 888 Faith 99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R H E M A dot O R G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message of words. That's tomorrow on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.